This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it seems like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better. It doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit. IndyPolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program. Going to do things a little differently today of course normally we bring you a really great guest and we sit there and we talk to them we get to know the guest we get to know what information they have to provide for us no matter what the topic is or what accomplishment they've had that's sort of the the purpose of the show is to get to know really great people or people doing really interesting things in central indiana but today gonna do things a little different it's yours truly and yours truly alone. And we're going to continue talking about this Republican plan to replace Obamacare. And, of course, we spent yesterday talking about this and pretty much only this uh, with Scott Strong, political historian, data guru, numbers guy, walking through some of the things that are in the Republican plan to replace Obamacare, and specifically the impact to the state of Indiana, because it is going to dramatically impact uh, the HIP 2.0 program, which ensures hundreds of thousands of people. And uh, going to follow up today a little bit different, giving you some of my thoughts on Obamacare uh, and talking a little bit about the information that came out nationwide on the amount of people that will be impacted. And I wanted to do this today because this is it. This is one of the defining issues of our time because so goes health care, so goes the health of the nation, so goes the nation itself. And this is a turning point, really, in, uh, in American history because this is it. I mean, this is the Republicans' one chance to make definitive change to Obamacare, to how health care is delivered in our nation. And don't get me wrong, I got some, some thoughts yesterday on people saying, are you for Obamacare? And as I said on the show, absolutely not. 
I think Obamacare was a disaster. My insurance plan was canceled under Obamacare. I think the President of the United States totally misled the American people on what was going to be in Obamacare. And there's no doubt that some people have been helped under Obamacare. There's no doubt that some people who otherwise um, would not have been able to get insurance have been able to get insurance. But at what cost? The cost has been that a lot of people like myself lost their plans, even though we were told that wouldn't happen. A lot of people who were playing by the rules, a lot of people who liked the coverage they had, maybe the premium was a little higher than we wanted, maybe we weren't totally thrilled with that, um, but but we were pretty happy. I think we're going pretty well. Uh, we had something that worked for us. That was removed, and the plans that we were replaced, those plans that were replaced, were double or probably now triple the cost of a so the plan that was similar similar in air quotes before and we were also told that wouldn't happen and i really think we missed the boat on healthcare delivery in this nation because if you're substituting one group of people who didn't have insurance and they're getting insurance which is great uh, you know i'm happy for those people for people who had insurance who lost their insurance well what what good is that? And if the people who had insurance, who maybe still got to keep their plan, but the plan has doubled or tripled and they're on the verge of not being able to afford insurance, well, what good is that? And I know the government likes to talk about subsidies and the way they can help you. Look, it's, it's hard to get the subsidies. There's a lot of middle-income people who simply do not qualify for subsidies. People who, who are trying to do the right thing who simply don't don't qualify. And the answer is not for government to provide more assistance. The answer is, how do we make it so that normal people, regular folks, not just, not just but all people, how do we make it so that, that all people can on their own, if they're able-bodied and capable of working, how do we make it so that they're able to afford insurance? And by afford insurance, I mean pay a reasonable rate. I mean, look, Indiana, and we talked about this yesterday on the show. By the way, if you ever miss any of our shows, you can go back and listen anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. All you have to do is search Central Indiana Today on either one of those formats, and you can download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. Uh, it's totally free of charge. You can just search Central Indiana Today. You can hear yesterday's show with Scott Strong, a lot of great information on what we're uh, piggybacking on uh, today. And... Um, and as we talked about on the show yesterday, Indiana hasn't really held up its end of the quote-unquote conservative bargain. You know, we think we're a Republican conservative state, and we're certainly proving that wrong this year with the gasoline tax. Uh, but Indiana didn't hold up its end of the bargain either because HIP 2.0 was an expansion of Medicaid, which was made available under Obamacare. And, you know, at the time, Governor Pence and our state legislators, many of them, and our, our congressional reps you know, decried Obamacare. So this is a really bad thing. And the big part of Obamacare is this expansion of Medicaid. Well, we expanded Medicaid. We expanded Medicaid in this state. Now, we didn't tell you we did that because that's not a good conservative principle. But we expanded Medicaid and we called it HIP 2.0. And that's okay if you're going to do that. They did that in Ohio and in other states. But they owned it. But the bad part about it is, and we, we've seen this for years and years with the federal government, is eventually the party ends. 
eventually the money, you know, runs out. I think about in the in the early 90s when Bill Clinton, you know, was going to put a cop on every corner and there was all sorts of federal money in the beginning for it. And then eventually the federal money ran out. Municipalities were forced to either fund the police officers on their own or lay people off. And in many cases, people got laid off. The Medicaid thing, the money eventually runs out. Or it doesn't run out, but it, it, it runs less. And when it runs less, you got to start making hard decisions. This is a, a, you know, it's like musical chairs. When the music stops, somebody's going to be left without a chair. That's not the correct way to do this. That is not the correct way to provide health care in this nation. Now, what the Republicans were doing in the past, I'm talking about before President Obama was elected, they have no one to blame but themselves for the reason we have Obamacare and the reason Barack Obama was elected, period. A lot of people want to forget this. Republicans had total control of Congress basically from 2003. They won the midterms in 20 in 2002 to the midterms of 2006. And the Republicans got wiped out at the House level in 2006 because they didn't do anything. They didn't hold up their end of the bargain. Yeah, you know, for years and years and years with Republicans, it was, gosh, you know, if we just... If we had the total control of government, you know, when Reagan was in, the House was 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 Democrat, and then, you know, it was Clinton was in, but the House was Republican, so we didn't have the White House, and then it was, we got the House, and we had the presidency, but we didn't have the Senate, and then in 2002, the people listened to President Bush, they delivered the Senate, and we got deceived. We got big government across the board, and you know what? You, know, you got the wars in Iraq and, and, and Afghanistan. And government grew, and the cost of government grew, and it was mismanaged, and the border was out of control. And people finally said, I'm not doing this, man. I'm not rewarding. We're not going to the mat for bad behavior. And that was in 2006. And a big part of that was Republicans lost the battle on health care. They didn't do anything. They didn't address it. And by address it, I don't mean create big government programs. I mean create an environment where the private sector where free market can flourish and prices can go down. Now, Republicans lost the House in 2006. They then lost the presidency in 2008, and by the start of 2009, it was Democrat rule across the board in our nation's government. President, House, Senate, all Democrats, and in fact, the Senate was so overwhelmingly Democrat that they could pass, or they sort of could have passed Obamacare and then of course Ted Kennedy passed away and then the whole uh, uh, Senator Brown from Massachusetts uh, Scott Brown and and that thing was weird but but for the most part Republicans did Obamacare to themselves Republicans are the reason we got Obamacare if they'd done a better job when the American people went to the bat for them when the conservatives and the activists and and the 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 door-to-door folks and the people who busted their backs to get them in office from 03 to 06, they've done their job. There wouldn't have ever been an Obama. That's why Obamacare exists to begin with. So the Republicans like to say, oh, Obamacare, it's awful, it's terrible. No. Oh, well, yes, it is, but the reason it's there is because you were awful and terrible. 
You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Spending the day talking uh, about this Republican plan to replace Obamacare. Talked about it yesterday with Scott Strong. Following up today, a little bit different. Yours truly, giving you some thoughts on what's going on, sort of how we got here and what's going to happen. When we come back, the CBO, the Congressional Budget Office, has scored this health care bill, and it is not good. The numbers, not good in terms of those who will, quote-unquote, be insured, and we will talk about that next. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall on the program, piggybacking what we did yesterday, talking about this Republican plan to replace Obamacare. And yesterday we talked primarily about the impact uh, to Hoosiers in the HIP 2.0 program. Today there was some new information that came out yesterday, and I wanted to continue talking about this. A little different, though. Normally we have a guest. We sit and talk to the person. Uh, today it's just me. It's just me. And I decided to do this two shows in a row dedicated to this very important topic and spend the day with my, talking about it myself because, look, this is the defining issue of our time. And um, it, it is so important. And this is it, man. This is the, the, the cusp of health insurance in this nation. If it isn't 
is that if it isn't fixed, the way healthcare is delivered, the way we fund healthcare, we're in for a very, very bad road in the decades ahead, and it's going to hurt a lot of people. So uh, that's why we're talking about this today and, and trying to educate you so you can make an informed decision. And uh, this article comes to us from Politico. And I'm just going to read a little bit of it just to give you the highlights. It says, CBO, 24 million fewer insured under House bill repealing Obamacare. The legislation would lead to 14 million more people being uninsured in 2008 alone. And it reads, roughly 24 million people would be uninsured over a decade if the House Republican Obamacare repeal bill is enacted, according to the much-anticipated Congressional Budget Office analysis that could threaten GOP hopes of getting the measure through the House. The legislation would lead to 14 million more people being uninsured in 2018 alone. The nonpartisan scorekeeping office also forecasts the GOP plan would cut the deficit by $337 billion over a decade, primarily because of its cuts to Medicaid and private insurance subsidies. Let me repeat that. The nonpartisan scorekeeping office also forecast the GOP plan would cut the deficit by $337 billion over a decade, primarily because of its cuts to Medicaid and private insurance subsidies. Folks, right there is exactly what I told you yesterday. I didn't need a CBO score to tell you this. This is exactly what I told you yesterday. That's how Indiana's funding its HIP 2.0 program. It's a Medicaid expansion. They didn't want to call it that. But there it is. There's the numbers. Now, that's not a bad thing to cut the deficit by $337 billion. Look, folks, we're $20 trillion plus in debt. We got to do something. Everybody across the board has got to take a, you know, got to take a cut. Everybody, military, everybody's got to play, play ball on this. So cutting $337 billion over uh, a decade is, is a good thing. But look, and this is what we talked about yesterday on the show. You have got to start over on this thing. You're never fixing Obamacare. You're never going to fix it. The thing we were promised in this country was repeal and replace. We were promised repeal and replace, not just replace. I understood it, and I think the rest of the country did when they went out and voted for Republicans this past time. We're going to get rid of this law, and then over time, we're going to implement free market strategies that allow competition, that allow folks more flexibility, more freedom, more control, and we're going to phase that in. How how can you be so certain? Look, Republicans uh, took office in the 1st of January. It's now March. In really two months, you solved the health care plan. Really? You, it's, like a, it's like a corporation that is losing money. You know, you hear about these big corporations that go under. You know, I mean, sometimes the corporations have to do what's called bankruptcy. I read about some... Some uh, local companies here that are filing for bankruptcy. Sometimes you've just got to start over. You've got to just clear the decks. And, and corporations don't like to do that for obvious reasons. It's a huge ding on them. But sometimes, in order to just get everything clear, like to get everything set in front of you, to be able to start over and say, look, here's what we did well, here's what we failed on, we've got to clear the decks. Obamacare needed to be declared needed to declare bankruptcy. Clear the deck. 
Start over. If there's some okay things in Obamacare, then okay, then implement them in something new that can be debated, that can be talked about over a period of time. Maybe I missed all the testimony and negotiations. I remember when the whole Obamacare thing was going on. I remember all sorts of people being paraded up there and, and talking and negotiations back and forth. I don't, I don't you remember any of this with this stuff? It's all been done by behind closed doors. We couldn't even see the bill for months. Remember Rand Paul went over there and tried to get the, tried to get the bill and they wouldn't give it to him? This is not what we were promised. And it's the same thing that the Republicans did between 2003 and 2006 that cost them the government. They didn't hold up their end of the bargain. They said, just give it to us. Give us the government and we will solve the problems. We will bring conservatism to Washington. Same thing going on here. Give us the government. Okay, we gave you the house. Not enough. We need the Senate. Okay, 2014, we gave you the Senate. Not enough. We need the presidency. Not a, what, what is it now? The Republicans have passed repeal bills, just repeal bills, six times. Did, did those get lost? Were they hidden in that secret House office where the new Obamacare bill was, was held? What, what happened to that? Did, did, did we run out of... Uh, somebody said, well, those bills got repealed by the president. What, did we run out of ink there in Washington? Did we not print it out again? Was the copier jammed? What happened to the repeal bills? This thing will never work as it is right now because everything is so entrenched. And Indiana is a primary example, as states are all across the nation, because the states are tied in to Medicaid. It's like I said yesterday. There's good in the stock market. There's good news. There's bad news. There is no unknowns, surprises. There are no surprises. Stock market could deal with bad news. They can deal with good news. They don't deal well with surprises. And it's like I said yesterday. It's like playing a game in baseball. You know you have three strikes. If the first two pitches are strikes, but you don't like them, you can sit there and the batter can sit there and watch the pitches go by because he knows he has another strike before he's out. This is like in the middle of the game. Strike two, you're out, huh? The states, right or wrong, have made decisions based on what the federal government has told them is going to be allocated to them. I don't blame the states. Now, certain states have done some things that are pretty egregious, and anybody, anybody who hitched their wagon to the federal government telling you revenue is going to be there is crazy. But this is the same state, Indiana, which did that, that believes raising your gasoline tax 10 cents per gallon, charging you $15 per vehicle, giving the governor unlimited tolling, and raising your gas tax every year in inflation, and then giving the money mostly, 90% of it or so, to NDOT, this is a good idea. So are we surprised that they screwed up health care too? But look, this is only going to work if you scrap the thing and start over. You've got to figure out a way to protect the states who did things based on what the federal government told them. Now, does that mean that Medicaid expansion is the right way to go? No, of course not. That's not the long-term answer. But you can't just pull the plug. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Spending our second day here talking about the Republican plan to replace Obamacare. And, of course, the big news coming out yesterday, the CBO, saying that 24 million fewer people will have insurance under the plan. 
We're also uh, continuing to talk a little bit about its impact to Indiana, which I was right. I was so right on that. And uh, before we go to break, I want to read this again because I was so right yesterday. I didn't need a CBO score to tell me this. This article again from Politico, and this is under the New Republican plan. The nonpartisan scorekeeping office also forecasts a GOP plan would cut the deficit by $337 billion over a decade, primarily because, because of its cuts to Medicaid and private insurance subsidies. Now again, let me reiterate. Repealing Obamacare, that's a good thing. Cutting the deficit, that's also a good thing. But this thing, as a collective, is not a good thing. I'm Rob Kendall. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Going to take another quick break. When we come back, we'll continue to talk about the Republican plan to replace Obamacare, its impact on the masses. Man, this you couldn't make this stuff up, could you? Just every time the Republicans, liar, liars, pants on fire. We'll talk about it more next. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall, continuing to talk today about the Republican plan to replace Obamacare, its impact to the nation, and uh, its impact on us here in Indiana. And look, kind of want to circle back on some things here. I think maybe the most disappointing thing about this, if it passes in its current form, and it, of course it would... It, it's sad because I don't think it will help people overwhelmingly in terms of the way healthcare is delivered or the cost of healthcare, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, I just don't think it's going to do that. Or, you know, I know it's not going to do that. Not compared to what it could. It may, it may ultimately lower healthcare costs a little bit and lower premiums a little bit, but not what it could be. Not, not to fix the problem the way the nation needs fixed. That, that's the primary disappointment. But on a, on a non-human level, I guess... The most disappointing thing is once again, we have seen people get elected and not keep their promises. Now, this is a reoccurring trend, not just in Washington, but all across our nation. And this is why people hate government. Time and time and time again, politicians from both parties campaign on one thing and then they get elected and they do another and as a formerly elected republican this is really sad it's really really sad because republicans have done this before and they ended up taking taking a bloodbath in the 2006 midterms and they lost the government basically for a decade i mean think about it they lost the house in 2006 and they didn't get control of government back until 2016 over not keeping their promises. 
as somebody who ran was elected, and this is a much smaller level than the presidency or the U.S. House, but in my community of Brownsburg, you know, the 40,000 people or so that are impacted by my decisions, that's still a big deal. I ran on a group of things. I ran on doing three or four things. And I said, if you like these things, vote for me. If you don't, that's okay, too. There's another guy running, and you can vote for him. You can vote for the status quo. But if you elect me, I will fight every day to do these things. And overwhelmingly, people said they wanted it. So I got elected, and I said, I have an obligation to do these things. And they were really, at the time, you know, they were, they were you know, groundbreaking things. I mean, I ran on the idea of saying, we will fund the completion of the Ronald Reagan from Avon to Brownsburg. And people laughed at me. You can't do this. I said, oh, absolutely I can. I said, we're going to have to make some big changes on how we fund our government. And you might, some people might not like that, but we're going to do it. And you know what? By the time I left office, the Ronald Reagan had been fully funded from Avon to Brownsburg, and it'll be done later this year. I said, we're going to do tax reform. That's how we're going to attract businesses to Brownsburg. People said, you can't do tax reform. I said, oh, we can. I said, you're not going to maybe like it, but we're going to do it. And we did it. And Brownsburg has a flood of new businesses coming to town because over the past four years, the four years I was in office, we did major tax reform. And along the way, and I'm just mentioning two things. The list is is very long. We restructured government. We changed the way we paid employees, et cetera, et cetera. And along the way, all these things were fights, the things that I talked about doing. They were all fights. And I would have people come into town hall that were interested in the government continuing to grow and government getting ahead and the status quo, and they would say really bad things to me. They would, uh, you know, make political threats to me. They would this, they would that. But you know what I kept thinking about? Was I ran on a very, very specific set of issues. I told people, if you elect me, I will do these things. And you know what? I was overwhelmingly elected. So the actual referendum on me, the actual referendum on ideas, wasn't these people that were parading themselves into town hall. They were the people that voted. And the people that voted told me to do this. So you know what? I did it. Because those are the people that actually matter are the voters. And when I left office, the final citizen survey, 80% of the people or so that took it said, government's doing a good job. Can you imagine if Washington got an 80% <laughs> approval rating? <laughs> it would never happen. But the point is, I did the right thing. I did what I told people I was going to do. I didn't give in to insiders and political pressure. Listen to the people. And this is that's that's Brownsburg. I'm talking about Brownsburg. But it applies to Washington. It applies to our state. Do what you campaigned on. Stop listening to the media. Stop listening to the scare tactics. Stop listening to the hooting and hollering. Do what you campaigned on. That people voted for you. Ignore the town halls. Those people don't matter. I mean, they matter. They're your constituents. They always matter. But they're not the majority. Do what's right. Repeal and replace Obamacare. But before you replace it, you got to repeal it. Obamacare's got to do bankruptcy, man. They got to clean the deck and start over. Got to redo health care in this country altogether because Obamacare didn't work, hasn't worked, not working. And trying to replace it is not going to work either. I hope this has been good for you today. I hope you've learned a little bit still. Uh, you know, look, a little different. 
normally we have a guest on and we talk and and that's a lot of fun but you know I wanted to continue speaking directly with you today about this topic because it is so important on so many levels and like I said not just the human aspect but it is a microcosm of why people hate government and people campaigning on one thing from both parties and then doing something else that's going to do it for us today. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget, if you missed any part of our program, you can check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search Central Indiana Today. Download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. You can go back and listen anytime you want, totally free of charge. As always, our podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul-Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndiePolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it seems like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndiePolitics.org. At IndiePolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues faced in Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today.
Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides childcare for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.